0: And hello, welcome to another edition of Laurel Park Weekly. It's Wednesday, August 16th. We're by the historic Laurel Park Paddock. I'm Stanton Salter along with Ty Ellis. Tim Tulloch joining us here today. Dave Robin, he's up there at Saratoga for the Equestricon Convention. So uh, great to have Tim here and great to have Ty here. Now, did I get the date right? August is flying by. Is it really already August 16th?
1: Yes, it is. it it is august 16th and uh, i I think dave Rodman's having a good time too dave's having a good time we're
0: having a good time and the summer's flying by but uh, we had a lot of action here last weekend a lot of good action coming up here this weekend let's get right to it first of all both you guys have kids how are the kids my kids great are they they getting ready for school again Uh, more or less (laughs)
2: and yours good you, you good. have two you just have one just one she kept me from watching saratoga on monday but that's all right <laughs> that's the, the trade-offs are being apparent <laughs> all
0: right well let's get right to it let's show you about the big weekend here saturday at laura park that's right the big day of the summertime this is like the maryland million of the summertime this is going to be a huge day we'll have a big crowd out here kind of like a crowd we have out here on maryland million day it's maryland pride day this saturday maryland racing maryland food maryland drink ty this was a huge day last Year and we're expecting another big day uh, this Saturday.
2: Massive day yeah it's always fun and then you get the partners of Jailbreak and Sagamore. Uh, Flying Dog's always been a great partner of ours so people will come out hopefully we'll get great weather and, and the apron will be packed.
0: Tim, what's your favorite down there with the uh, Sagamore Spirit, the jail, Jailbreak, a Flying Dog, Tough, Tough Choice, all good adult beverages?
1: Yeah, well, I'm not too picky about my adult beverages, <laughs> but I'll probably go with the Jailbreak, uh, but uh, they'll all get a little bit of my um, attention.
0: All right, and you get a free hat. Check this out. Everybody loves a free Maryland Jockey Club cap. You get one if you buy a program out here, and we'll have a nice program with all the Maryland bread steaks. Four steak races this Saturday, four Maryland bread steaks, are some of the best Maryland breads around running this Saturday so come on out here, buy a program, and you get a free, snazzy-looking Maryland Jockey Club cap. So that's all this Saturday for all you tournament players. We have one of the biggest tournaments of the year right th- right here at Laurel Park this Saturday. It's the Champions Handicapping Tournament, over 33,000 in prizes. You choose your berth also. It's a qualifying event for one of the big dances, the National Handicapping Championship, Breeders' Cup Betting Challenge, and the big one tie. If you were to win this tournament, we're male and jockey club employees. We can't play in it. We can encourage all our friends to play in it. But let's say you were to win this or one of your friends were to win this. What, what, what uh, big uh, tournament would you recommend them choosing?
2: Uh, San Diego. Go to the Breeders' Cup Betting Challenge. That's head the, down to Del Mar. Uh, beautiful setting down there. Uh, and the big one also. That's up here. That We have that host out here at Laurel. You don't have to leave. You can stay at your own home. Uh, those are two, uh, two of my favorites.
0: Tim, what do you think your best tournament strategy would be? A, l- uh, you know, a-, a little bit here and there on, on several different horses, or would you make a big plunge all on one horse? No, it
1: would be a little bit here, spread it out a little bit okay. here and there. Yeah, big plunges are
0: tricky. That I, I, I can be dangerous, and if you <laughs> spread it out, you have fun for the afternoon. It's going to be in the sports bar, second floor of the clubhouse, right, Ty?
2: Yeah, correct. It's uh, up there in the sports bar. We had uh, the big one up there last year, and everybody loved it. It's perfect tournament setting.
0: Alright, so a big tournament here this Saturday at Laurel Park. Go to laurelpark.com for more information and details and how to sign up for the Champions Handicapping Tournament and all the information about Maryland Pride Day. Several great press releases on the Laurel Park website uh, about all the horses running this Saturday. So our media relations team doing a great job getting all the information out to you, the fans. So go to laurelpark.com to learn about all the stakes and and the Handicapping Tournament this Saturday. Okay, all so Sunday brunch coming up for you this Sunday. Always the best bet of the week, Sunday brunch here at Laurel Park. Noon to 4 in the Garden Terrace, $22 a person. You can get all. You can drink mimosas and Bloody Marys as well. So don't forget about Sunday brunch right here at Laurel Park. You can enjoy it in the Garden Terrace. Tips uh, right there by the track side. You can go up there on the second floor of the clubhouse. That's a sports bar with all the big screen TVs up there. So Sunday brunch. Always fun this Sunday. Uh, Let's show you what the pick six carryover is tomorrow. Friday kicks off the three-day race weekend here at Laurel Park. A little over 3,800 in that rainbow pick six. We have a bunch of big fields tomorrow, a bunch of big fields on the world-class turf course. So don't forget about that pick six tomorrow. Uh, What, 11 race cars tomorrow, don't we? Yes, 11 races. So pick six will start race six tomorrow on Friday. Nice little carryover over 3,800. Hey, after this week and after this Sunday, where do we go? We go to the Big T. They call it the York Road Spa. It's the Saratoga of the South. Live thoroughbred horse racing and simulcasting. I believe it's the only state fair this side of the Mississippi that still has horse racing. Uh, so, a lot of fun up there, a family fun uh, time at, at the fair. I believe it's 11 days of 11 best days of the summertime, seven days of live racing up there at the Big T.
1: Yeah, it's the only fair east of the Mississippi that still runs thoroughbreds, and um, it's a l- gone by year, and it's a lot of fun. Bring your kids and uh, have some fun.
0: You grew up at the fair tracks up in New England, I right? did. I did. And you won some races at Timonium, right?
1: I won some races at Timonium. Timonium's always been very good to me.
0: Always fun to win with the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, the Ferris wheel in in the, in background. In, in, in the background. And it's so. fun
2: for the fans too. You're right on top of the racetrack. They got yep. that beautiful open paddock. Uh, in, and I think it's more for the fans. You're right there on top, and you get really up close and personal with a lot of the horses.
0: And, and the jockeys come walking back through the crowd, just kind of like they do up at Saratoga. They give the little kids uh, goggles and stuff like that, so um, mark your calendar for the Big T, and uh, there's going to be some good racing there this summer. The purses are up. The purses are almost 200000 a day. There's going to be a $75,000 stake race, 100000 if you're a Maryland bred. It's 110000 if you're a Maryland bred and you went to to the basic Tipton sale. So that's gonna be a major league stake race. That's on Travers Day. It opens the Friday before uh, Travers. We're gonna have a nice reception, kind of like a gala ball that Friday night uh, up there at the Grandstand Grill. And then, uh, and then the stake race on Saturday, Traverse Day. So we're looking forward to the big T That's coming up. Uh, but we're going to get to a big weekend here to close off this summer meet here at Laurel Park. And they, if you ever wonder where all these horses come from, well, they, they're just like us. They, they, they come from their mom on a far, farm their bread, the breeding industry, the backbone of horse racing, and it's uh, enjoying a nice resurgence right now here in Maryland. We were lucky enough a couple days ago to get out to Maryland Farm up there in uh, northern Baltimore County, and we caught up with a nice special mare and foal up there. Let's show you the action at Maryland Farm. This was a couple days ago. We saw a mare up there by the name of Rock Hard and Noble by Rock Hard 10, and she just had her first Maryland-bred foal, a foal by Friesian Fire. Let's show you the action up there at maryland farm
3: well he's a big boy you can see mom's a a really big mare she's about seventeen hands and he's by Frisian fire who throws a big foal too so he's a big rangy colt. but he's an april foal and i usually don't like to wean till they're five months old so probably in september we'll wean him he's also the first foal for her so um... she might have a little harder time than some with with letting go usually i like to wean them in the field and i the fields that they're used to being in with the friends they're used to having And we'll just go out in the morning, we'll take temperatures, make sure everybody's good and not not catching anything or coming down with something. Uh, And then we'll just take the mares out of the field and leave the babies in the field. And usually I'll leave one or two um, mares with the youngest foals in there as babysitters. Or if it's the last group to be weaned, I'll bring in an older mare that we have here that's maybe barren and not enfolding it for next year and put her out with them to be a babysitter. They're so independent by then, and they just want to play with the friends so they they don't have a hard time with it at all.
0: All right, good stuff, farm manager Christy Holden, very busy at Country Lay Farm in Maryland Farm with all the babies. Kim, talk about this guy's little uh, personality. You have a a nickname for him?
3: I do. I call him Little Rocky or Rocky Six because he has a little six on his forehead. Um, He is a ham. He loves being handled, and he's very soft and lovable, and he's very curious and into everything, as you can see.
0: (laughs) got something to say rocky all right so a spry little guy out there at maryland farm big thanks to Christy holden the general manager of country life in Maryland farms, and also the broodmare manager Kim Crow, who is handling the foal, uh, the foals by Frisian Fire, who's one of the top sires in uh, the Mid-Atlantic area. That's a big, good-looking mare by Rock Hard Ten, who ran in the Preakness. Uh, she was a runner herself, I, I believe. She, she made a bunch of money, six figures. I, I, you know, run, uh, the, she won a bunch of nice allowance races up at Park. She's owned by Sal Sinatra, our president and general manager. And this is going to be a cool project. We're going to f- uh, follow this little guy by. Friesian by Friesian fire all the way until we run. So it'll be fun watching them grow up. You've trained for horses for owners that breed horses as well, and uh, it, it's tough. But it, it, you know, it's kind of like raising kids, and then you see them run one day. It's pretty cool.
1: Uh, absolutely, and this will be a fun project. Uh, watching him go through all his all his training and and weaning, and then uh, a yearling, and all of that. Be, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, it will be an interesting aspect of a lot of pe- of the business that and the industry that people don't normally see.
0: And uh, you, t- you heard Christy Holden talking about the weaning process. That's going to happen for this little guy in about a month early sept- early September. Uh, so next time we go up there, I believe it will be in October. In the fall, it will be beautiful up there. The uh, little guy will be, he'll be called a weanling at that time. You'll have to bring the twins up and, tie. you'll have to bring Avery up. They'll love the little guy up there.
2: It's, it is a really cool w- what you're doing there because I didn't grow up on a racetrack or on a farm, so I don't know that side of the business. And you get a lot of people that come here every day that don't know that side, and they're learning, uh, following, and Mr. Sinatra has been generous enough to let us do that. So.
0: So thanks to the Ponds family, Mike and Josh Ponds up there at Country Life Farm. You can catch out all this action, uh, go to our Mail and Racing YouTube page, and there's a whole big clip, about eight minutes of video of the mare foal running around up there at Maryland Farm. So some cool stuff, check it out uh, at laurelpark.com or on our YouTube uh, page. So let's get to all the action. We had a huge weekend last Saturday here at Laurel Park. We are off the turf, but we still had some great racing. The handle was up. We had two stake races here at Laurel Park, lots of races. So we'll show you the local recap, and then we'll show you a national recap as well. But let's get right to it here for the local recap. Divining Rod, how good is this horse right now? Oh, man, let's show you him in the Polynesian. This was his first race since November of 2016. He was good as a 3-year-old. He was third behind American Pharoah in the Preakness. He was good last year as a 4-year-old, and he might be better than ever right now as a 5-year-old. He gets a lookout. Here I come, a 105 buyer speed figure winning this race. I think he's going to go either to the Kelso Or, according to uh, Phil Janak from our media team, if he comes out of this race really good, maybe the four-go at Saratoga. Uh, But big things to come for uh, Divining Rod. How impressive was that win?
1: Oh, it was really, really impressive. Uh, Daniel Centino had a ton of horse going down the backside. His hands were six inches off his neck. And we dropped his hands at the quarter pole. And uh, Divining Rod was like, dude, what's taking you so long? Really impressive effort and a really, really Wonderful uh, training job and preparation by Arno Delacour.
0: He's going to step up to either the Forgo or the Calso next. I think we'll get a price on him, or you think he's going to be maybe one of the favorites when he steps back up to grade one company after watching that
2: win? This was impressive, and you mentioned the 105 buyer number, Stan. Uh, But I do think uh, this horse can compete up in Saratoga. You're going to get a, uh, with those caliber of horses, you're going to get a a generous price up there. And with the way that this horse won this race, I, the sky's the limits really especially if you keep going around one turn i think
0: all right so arno delacour what a meet he's having he's about 50 percent winners this summer <laughs> uh, he gets to the win there with the vining rod for the jacksons of layelle stables. so uh, that was one that was the polynesian stakes last saturday the other stakes was the twix for philly mares three and up going seven for longs and we knew this philly was good she's a three-year-old philly by malibu moon we knew she was very good uh, as she won the Alma North last out. Uh, but this was her first major test going against older Philly and and against Stakes Company. But Shimmering Aspen, she answered the test, and she got a 98 buyer winning this race. Very impressive for Steve Hamilton and Rodney Jenkins in Hillwood Stable.
1: What impressed me the most about this filly in this race was, yes, going against quality older mares, but her maturity she showed in this race, she she rated him on the inside behind horses, and I wasn't sure she was capable of doing that earlier in her career because she was a free-running uh, filly, but uh, the maturity she showed and the way she popped at the finish, uh, what a really nice race, and uh, Sky's the limit. Like Ty said, with a uh, divining rod, it's just uh, it's a matter of time. Every race is going to get tougher for her from here on in, but uh, she might be up to the task.
0: Yeah, the the black-eyed Susan was a little a little too tough. Uh, Th- uh, with those conditions, you know, it was her first time going nine furlongs uh, in a Grade Two. The ra- the skies opened up before the race. The track was, it was sloppy, uh, but but a- after winning two stakes here at Laurel Park, getting her confidence way up, I think she's good enough maybe to step up to Grade, a- back up to greater company. What do you I, think, Ty? I
2: think a lot of uh, the biggest question going into this race was how she was going to face olders because she had always just faced her three-year-old. Stepped up, won impressively, and this was no pushover field. You had a couple really good horses in here. Sweet on Smokey has won a couple uh, stakes races, and and Milo was a good horse too. So, and and she, Shimmering Aspen, won pretty much in hand. Uh, I'd like to see what she can do on a fast track. She's been catching the good, the sloppy the last uh, three or four races, but uh, we have a special filly on our hands here at Lowell
0: Park. All right, so two very impressive stakes winners last Saturday, Shimmering Aspen with the 98 Meyer in the Twix and uh, Divining Rod with a 105 in the Polynesian. Good-looking filly debut winner also. When was it? This was last Friday. Made in special weight for two-year-old fillies going five and a half furlongs on the Fort Morrissey turf course. I'll tell you what, Dove Houghton, a very good horse person. Uh, she used to be an assistant trainer for Tony Dutrow. She's been around here for a long time. She's having a great summer meet and she gets to win here with this first time starter by Einstein. Wise a $38 winner last Friday with Steve Hamilton aboard. Uh, this was uh, a homebred for the Worth family. longtime Maryland owners and breeders uh, but by Einstein out of a not for love mare, very impressive debut win here, Tim.
1: Very impressive debut win. And Lake Geneva, the horse she beat there and wore down three wide in the lane, wore downs by Tisnow out of a storm mare. So that that Philly was cut out to be a nice horse. Lake uh, Wise Gal, little Philly, but uh, small but mighty. And it was a really, really nice race.
2: And Dove Houghton actually trained the dam of this horse, and she went she won the conniver. Uh, of course that horse that's on the dirt so it was interesting to see that they debuted her on the turf here but it was an impressive and especially at a good price well and
0: einstein i believe he won stake races on the turf dirt and the synthetic, and ba- the synthetic i, I yes. believe so uh so as uh, so a good looking filly there keep your eye on wise gal we'll see what will we'll, we will see where she goes next uh, we also had a nice allowance winner this was on sunday and we might i'm just this is my prediction maybe maybe this horse goes to the uh, the coalition stakes at timonium because this four-year-old madeline breads in top form right now uh by mineshaft this is his third winner third win in a row and this was a, a big tough two other than allowance test Alex Centra on aboard for Mike Trombetta this is a nice uh, homebred for Larry Johnson I think this four-year-old is finding his best stride right now and he might be good enough for stakes company after that win
1: oh he's definitely finding his best stride right now he ran 109 and change he beat a nice horse in Negrito and uh, this horse has certainly found the good foot he's a winner of three in a row right now his last six races have been really really good so uh, this horse is certainly going in the right direction we could see him at the Big T
2: Buyer ba- ninety right there, and has been in the that ninety range the last three races. So something clicked with this with, the finally, with him finally, and uh, uh, trombetta has got him on on all cylinders, and, and he keeps that progression of in the ninety in that buyer speed figure range. This horse could you could see winning the the stake at Timonium you had mentioned. Uh, He's going to be a player if yep. he goes. Yeah, that's going to be a fun stake, I think, at Timonium. And it'd be great to see It's the Journey
0: in there. And c- so, congratulations to Trombetta. He's having a great meet. So is Alex Entron. And great to see our Larry Johnson with a nice homebred. He's put a lot into this game, a uh, longtime owner and breeder, and uh, gets the money there with It's the Journey. Nice allowance feature last Sunday. That's the local recap. Uh, Guys, let's get a quick commercial break. That's all the action from Laurel last week. And when we come back, we'll show you the big national races from all over the country. Let's get a quick commercial break. Welcome back. Laurel Park Weekly. I'm Stanton Salter, Tim Tulloch. Ty Ellis. It's August 16th. Believe it or not, we're flying through. August, we just showed you all the big local races from last week, and Let's do a national recap here. Big weekend out there in Chicago. It was Arlington Million, I believe the first million-dollar race in this country. A historic race. John Henry won it. Uh, top turf runners throughout history have won this race. And Beach Patrol, the winner of this year's Arlington Million. Ty, take us th- 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 through the stretch here.
2: Beach Patrol. You got Doville, who's down on the rail, who actually uh, I thought was going to be home here. Beach Patrol wrangled him in late uh chad brown again we see chad brown <laughs> won with Decida <laughs> earlier on the card we're not going to show that but a, a breeders cup winning you're in beach patrol likes to hang a little bit but won impressively here a nice uh feather on the cap for the horse and uh chad brown uh, he doesn't need any more grade one wins but he's got another <laughs> breeders cup contender right there
1: yeah nice race from beach beach patrol and the course was really kind of playing to his style and we'll see it uh in the secretary it also laid close the course was playing a little quick or you need or laying close and it worked for beach beach patrol and that was a nice race
0: he's a four-year-old he's by lemon drop kid one of my favorite sires probably because i was at the belmont when lemon drop kid pulled off the big upset and he's gone gone on to be a very nice sire and he has a nice grade one winner here with beach patrol young four-year-old he could be even better as a five-year-old right
1: Oh, absolutely! He's got to
0: be—he's the—he's the top of the turf division right now.
1: Absolutely, and a lot of these horses get better when they're five, and uh, he could be one of them. It's Chad Brown, and you know, what can you say?
0: <laughs> he's having a—he's having a good life, Chad Brown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <right>. Let's talk <laughs> about the, the yeah.
0: Let's talk about the Secretariat. Oscar performance, uh, nice winner here in the Grade One Secretariat. Uh, Jose Ortiz aboard for brian lynch just a three year old uh, three year Ridgling by kitten 's Joy, Take us through the stretch here Ty. yeah,
2: yeah beast patrol in the past, especially in the Belmont derby had things a lot. Uh, on his own way. Today had a little bit more pace presence up top. You had a horse, you had a good horses, you had some good shippers coming in, but this was impressive. The horse at the eighth pole just put the, the other pace setter away and then uh, blew away, almost rebroke and and it, this is another horse the sky's the limit. I mean, winning by open lengths on turf, uh, good firm turf fields and, and Reader's Cup in the future for him.
0: That's now uh, two grade ones in a row for the three-year-old Oscar performance out of a theatrical mare, so uh, big things to come from Oscar performance. Let's talk about the four-star Dave up there at the Spa, uh, world approval. We know this horse, our Dixie winner this year at Pimlico. Great to see him go up there and win the four-star Dave, a grade one at Saratoga. This guy won a grade one last year and now gets another grade one win as a five-year-old.
2: Good for the Cassies. There's a good pick Picture on Twitter of uh, Mark and and uh, and 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 they were hugging and good anyway. uh, There was a deluge. I don't know if anybody saw the rain. There was some some delays before this race and they the 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 turf was really heavy. But uh, World Approval sure took to it well. I would almost toss a line through a lot of the other horses in there. World Approval just took to the surface uh it was a good win i think maybe put an asterisk next to it though
0: very versatile horse a uh, yielding turf course there in the 4 star dave it was a good turf course uh, in the dixie that that he won the united uh, nations that he won last year i was on a good ter- turf course as well so yeah anytime you have a little cut in the grass look out for world approval in these graded stakes
1: absolutely and some of these horses appreciate that that kind of cut in the ground and uh, he certainly does and uh I was a little disappointed. How many were there? Many scratches once it rained. There or weren't
2: a lot. There weren't. There weren't many that came off. Surprisingly.
1: Right. Well, I, it was, I was surprised that the, you know it's a, a Grade One, five hundred thousand dollar race, and whether the races fell oddly on the weekend. In a six horse field. And one of those horses was a filly, so I don't know. Grade One with five, six horse field at Saratoga is just a little light for me. <laughs>
0: Uh, our beach patrol he might be up here after winning arlington million but uh, world approval he's not he's not too far below he's not bad no it's just
2: i I think some of the other contenders in there like time test disco partner who who would run really impressive just didn't take to the turf so that's why i say there's a national. it was a really good win by world approval i just don't think the other some of the other horses took to the ground All right, so that was the four-star Dave up there. Let's go back to August 9th up
0: there in the quick call. Our main man, Phil Schoenthal, he's having a big summer, and he almost got the money up there with Expedited Vision. Very, very strong effort in front. Turner for home just gets beat. What do you think here, guys?
1: Uh, Phil Schoenthal, Renaissance man, and this was a great race. Uh, Just perfectly ridden by Sheldon Russell. Uh, good hand ride, strong ride through the, uh, through the stretch and just got it hung on, hung on them. But uh, this is a nice horse, and this was a big race.
2: That's a winning race right there. Just uh, uh, the horse that won was just a little bit better. The tables could turn in the future, but good to see these local horses. Uh, I saw Expedited Vision was nominated this weekend, obviously not running in our stakes races. But when you have uh, Maryland bred, Maryland sired horses running up at the spa in competitive races up there, that's a good thing for the program.
0: Yeah, three-year-old Maryland bred by Hanson out of a Sky Mesa mare, bred by the McGinnises over there on the eastern shore. He broke his maiden here, maiden special weight sprinting on the turf, and then uh, won a nice allowance race sprinting on the dirt here at Laurel, and then uh, a good second against Stakes Company uh, sprinting on the turf up there uh, at Saratoga. You had a couple good turf sprinters throughout. Your Yankee Wildcat, I think, was one of them, and they're, they're, they're like the routers as well. They get better with age, and they hang around for a long time.
1: Yeah, and, and this horse here, he, he got hurt as a two-year-old that take some time off but Phil Schoenthal thought this was a nicer horse in Al Reeb when they were two-year-olds oh, so wow. th- this is a this is a serious little horse and it's going to be exciting uh, moving forward
0: all right, so that was Expedite Vision and the Quick Call, Sagamore Farm, and trainer Horacio de Paz. They continue to roll up there at the spa and down here in Maryland. Uh, we're rooting on them up there at, at, at Saratoga, and we're rooting on Southampton Way in the grade two Adirondack. A good effort, a good second to uh, a sharp uh, Todd. Was it Todd Pletcher winner? Yeah, Todd, Todd Pletcher winner, uh, or uh, I believe a Todd Pletcher winner, or, or, or a Steve Asmussen winner. Uh, but here, let's watch the uh, the, the replay. Um, uh, Todd the re- Pletcher. Todd Pletcher, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. what I thought. All right. Well, he, he's, he's pretty tough up there everywhere. Uh, but Southampton away a good second in the Adirondack tie.
2: Yeah, I, um, I wasn't uh, – the, the win, the break, the maiden was impressive. I was never high on this horse until I saw that horse. The, the win, two back on the maiden really proved me wrong with a good second here in this race. Obviously, Pure Silver, who won – one going away, Todd Pletcher, you mentioned, that was a New York bred horse. I'm still a little lukewarm on this horse going in the future, but it's a Sagamore. They had a nice win on Monday, uh, you guys alluded to. So it's good to see local connections going up yeah
0: north. the pletcher philly here pure pure silver here we go and uh, that philly's that undefeated she's by yep. mission impassable yep. she's undefeated uh but uh southampton way i think a good rally uh a good rally to be second there she's well she's by Into mischief maybe she wants to go longer down the road
1: well maybe and you're, you're absolutely right that was a good rally to, to, to be second that's a serious horse that beater pure yep. silver like you mentioned undefeated and you know, some of those horses just breathe a little bit different air when they're coming out of the Todd Pletcher <laughs> barn uh, as, as, uh, young, uh, two, yeah, as two-year-olds, especially two-year-olds at Saratoga for Todd because he points to Saratoga. That's his meat, and uh, he wants to own it for a long time, and he, he probably will.
0: Oh, it's, uh, Sagamore Farm also had Barry Lee in the Saratoga Special. He got cooked early with the half in 44 and change. Uh, he got beat by a more seasoned horse. The, uh, the, uh, the Asmussen horse won that race. Um, it, how do you regroup uh, w- after that? A nice horse with talent, one here, uh, open links, and then kind of a tough day up there in the Saratoga special. How do you re- regroup with a horse like that? Well,
1: it's tough. You, you, the race was run ridiculously fast, and, and uh, you just got to bring him home, uh, bounce back, try to find a nice little layout of the end form, get his confidence back, uh, you know, and uh, something like that. Don't overface him next time. Uh, give him something that he can 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 probably win and you know find the easiest field you can for him, and uh he'll bounce back but uh it was just so fast. was—he just had no chance, none, zero.
0: And, and uh, Sagamore Farm had a big Monday up there. They won with Happy Farm, and yeah, that's a good—that's a happy farm out there. And Glendon—they're having a good a good meet. That was their third winner uh, Monday up there with Happy Farm. So up there at Saratoga, you win three races for the meet for uh, for as uh, 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 well. Sagamore is a big outfit, but uh, Horacio De Paz with a small string of horses up there—that's pretty good to win three races. The flag will be
2: raised at. Uh, yeah. At the farm up there for a while. Yep.
1: Oh, the, even the big guys up there hate to leave Saratoga with a goose egg. So uh, they've got their three, and they can leave happy if nothing else uh, happens from here on in.
0: All right, let's get a quick commercial break. That's the national recap. We have four steak races this Saturday here for Maryland Pride Day. We'll talk about all those and also a national recap right after this. Welcome back, Laurel Park Weekly. It's Wednesday, August 16th. We're by the historic Laurel Park paddock. I'm Stanton Salter, Tim Tulloch, Ty Ellis. We showed you all the big action from last week, and now we're going to get into this coming week in a big Saturday. This Saturday, August 19th, it's Maryland Pride Day. We're going to have four Maryland bread steaks with some of the top Maryland breads uh, around in those races. Also, uh, some great Maryland food, some great Maryland drink with Sagamore Spirit, Jailbreak, Flying Dog, Also of the Champions Handicapping Tournament here this Saturday. For more information on all of that, go to laurelpark.com and check it out. Let's get right into the races. The Fine Stakes, the All Brandy, the Star Danaskara, and the Miss Disco. That's what's on tap this Saturday. Let's start here with the Fine Stakes. One of my favorite horses in Maryland, the six-year-old Flash Phelps. He's a Maryland bred Turf Champion. This was his win in the Mr. Diz. His one and only start this year as a six-year-old. He's won the Maryland Million Turf to last two years rodney jenkins has done a great job managing him i think he's in good form right now i think he'll handle these mail breads uh pr- pretty comfortably here in the fine he's got to go against talk show man but this uh, here comes talk show man on the outside but flash phelps uh, just beats talk show man here in the mr Diz. it'll be good to see him hook back up again in the find.
1: yeah i think i like flash phelps so i think he would be a little vulnerable here he's only had one start this year going three quarters of a mile He's got, he has to go a mile and eighth this weekend, and if you look at when i 'm looking at his workouts he 's only worked twice since uh, since that race, so he could be a little vulnerable here. I still like him. he still has the best body of work
2: yep. yeah I, I like the versatility uh, yeah, The last race in the Mr. Diz might have been a uh, a prep after that long layoff, so stretching out to a mile and an eighth now or nine furlongs probably with this horse what flash phelps wants to do a little bit more
0: so flash phelps a six-year-old by great notion i have a knot for love mare he's made almost four hundred thousand. he's a six-year-old how about the seven-year-old who's also by great notion talk show man out of the haymaker mare uh, trainer Hammy Smith has done a nice job managing this horse. He's made over three hundred and sixty thousand. It had been a long time since he won the. Uh, it was the Henry S. Clark way back in April two thousand fifteen, and then he finally gets back to the winner's circle July twenty second here at Laurel. It's a nice win against Open Allowance Company, going a mile on a good turf course. Good to see Talk Show Man here. He comes on the outside. Good to see him back in winning form.
1: It was really good to see, and, and Hammy had done an excellent job of preparing this horse for, th- for that race, beat a nice horse on Marango Road. Uh, but, you know, this horse, he's just a little spotty for me through his whole career. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll throw you a clunker from, the, from time to time, showing three really good works since his last race, and has raced closer to this race than flash phelps so it's going to be an interesting race to watch
0: ty who do you take the seven-year-old talk show man or the six-year-old flash phelps
2: flash phelps yeah i think flash phelps i'm with tim on this talk show man is a bit spotty for me and and he's run well his last couple races but you look at the whole body of work before then and and I don't know if the, 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 the screws weren't tightened as, as tight as possible, but uh, I'm all
0: over Flash Phelps. Honestly. All right, so we're talking about the fine stakes this Saturday. We know Flash Phelps and Talk Show Man has entered in there. They take entries for this race today. The overnight will be out later this afternoon. I know Tizza Runner is also in there. Do you have another? Uh, anybody else in the fine?
1: Ghost, Ghost Bay, How's Your Sugar, No Bull Addition, Addiction, Flash Phelps, Talk Show Man, Tizz A Runner, and English Minister is what's entered in there right now.
0: Okay, all right, so that's a good field. That's a two, five, seven. Seven entered in there right now. Maybe they get another one or two. That'll be a nice field in the fine stakes this Saturday. Let's also talk about the all-brandy stakes. And well, we told you, Sagamore Farm having a big summer up there it's at Saratoga with trainer Horacio DePaz. And they could have a big Saturday here at Laurel Park with the Maryland-bred D. Marquis. It's been a while since we've seen her. Let's show you the her win. This was back in June of 2016 against Marylandbred Bread, first level allowance company, going two turns on the turf at Pimlico. She's coming off a long, long layoff. She's been working on the tapita surface up there at Sagamore Farm in Glendon, Maryland. Uh, what do you think, Tim, here? At Demarquee coming off a long layoff in the All Brandy.
1: Well, anytime you come off a long layoff, it, it's a tall order. She's had a series of, of decent works, but we're talking over a year since she's ran last. Uh, Horatio DePaz, I wouldn't put it past him. He does a great job, and uh, but uh, it's going to be a tall order, no question about it. I've
0: always liked this uh, horse, uh, Ty, and I, I think uh, I, I see some nice works up there at Sagamore. I think she'll be ready to go here to handle Maryland Bread Company in the all-brandy.
2: Definitely has the ability, if you look back on the past form, just the long layoff you guys touched on, and he's adding that nine furlongs. He's never gone that far before. That might be a little bit tough, might need a little bit more foundation underneath the race uh, under, under the belt. But uh, if this horse can run to the ability and potential, it could be really tough.
0: So both the, uh, the find and the all brandy, they're going long on the turf. We have a couple other Maryland bred sprint races on the dirt for straight three-year-olds. Let's talk about the star to for straight three-year-olds. Maryland breds and trainer Hammy Smith bringing a horse off a layoff by Bulls Bay. Great Bulls of Fire out of a great ocean mare. This horse, a lot of talent as a two-year-old. This is him winning the Maryland Juvenile Fraternity by six lengths with Alex Centra on a board. He also won a stake race at Delaware as a two-year-old. He won the Maryland Million Nursery as well. So he's a three-time stakes winner. Great Bulls of Fire coming off the layoff for Hammy Smith. Hopefully this Saturday in the start of NASCAR.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be, it's a lot easier to get a horse ready uh, get, to run short off a layoff than, than long like, uh, like uh, the other filly, Demarquee. But um, Hammy's good at this. He, the horse has got some decent works underneath it coming into this race. It's probably a pretty decent spot uh, to come back in. Really uh, doesn't really have any other kind of conditions to go in. So this, this, this might work for this horse.
2: I agree, going to probably put uh, on the lead. The horse is going to be tough. Has run on uh, dirt, turf, you name it. Ran second to Caribou Club, uh, which was Tom Proctor who brought that horse over to Del Mar, who ran really well at Del Mar. And this, uh, in Great Bulls of Fire, ran second to Caribou Club. So the horse can, can step up, uh, compete against much tougher in here. I'm with, uh, with you guys on a long layoff. It's always tough. But going six, Tim, you were the, the, the trainer and, and, you know, should be good to go. Uh, I think speed is probably going to be this horse's best weapon, too. Absolutely. All
0: right, so great bulls of fire in the start in Nascar. Let's talk about the Miss Disco for Maryland-bred three-year-old Philly sprinting on the dirt, and everybody loves crab cakes for trainer B- uh, Bernie Houghton, uh, three-year-old filly by Great Notion. I'll tell you what, Great Notion, up-and-coming stallion here in Maryland, stands up there in Cecil County at Northview Stallion Stations. This horse bred by uh, Bernie's and Aunt, uh, Aunt Benny Houghton, who uh, sadly passed away earlier this week. She was a long-time Maryland owner and breeder, bred a bunch of nice horses, a bunch of nice steaks horses. And how about this three-year-old Philly Crab Cakes? Everybody loves Crab Cakes.
1: Everybody loves Crab Cakes. And if you go back to her last race, there was this fleeting moment where she looked like she was going to give Shimmering Aspen everything she could handle, got beat five lengths to her. But That was a huge race, uh, that that last race in the Alma North. Uh, I I thought one of her nicest races in defeat, so uh, she could be very, very tough here. Ty?
2: No, I was, yeah, I mean, tough to beat. Have you heard, is Ascertain going in this race, you know? Ascertain's the Bill Mott horse, uh, Judd Mott.
0: uh, Actually, I have it right here, actually, in the... uh, I got the uh, Phil, my man Phil Janak sent me this earlier, the, uh, the Miss Disco. Yes, right now Ascertain, Ascertain. is in there, crab cakes lay weekend and troublesome in uh, the 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 Miss Disco. Let's go back to the Star Danascar and uh, do we have it in, in the Star Danascar? I think actually no, that that's the one that might be uh, yeah, okay, the Star Danascar is uh, they're they're working on that. So good luck to the racing office. They do a great job um, uh, filling these steak races. Uh, the Miss Disco, All Brandy and the Fine Stakes looking pretty good and uh, they're working on the Star Star Danaskara. We know Great Poles of Fire's in the Star Danascar and Crab Cakes in the Miss Disco. So four Maryland Bread Steaks here this Saturday. It's going to be a great Saturday. It'll be a big local crowd out here. We'll be packed, kind of like Maryland Million Day. You'll have all the breeders and stuff out here looking forward to a big crowd here Saturday.
1: Oh, absolutely, and uh, it's always fun, so we hope everyone joins us.
0: And 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 Ty, where where are you gonna be Saturday tournament
2: or uh, paddock or where? I'll probably be all of the above. All the above around, yeah. And it's kind of a Maryland Million preview day. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people come out, and and uh, it, the weather should be beautiful. I looked up myself. Uh, so. Aprons should be packed.
0: Oh, all right, good stuff. Yeah, we need. We're we're due. We're due with some good weather for sure. Okay, that's the uh, that's the, the local preview. Uh, let's show you what's going on on the national scene. A lot of big races coming up this week, and of course you can watch all the simulcast action right here in our nice facilities at Laurel Park or one of the OTBs around the state. Let's talk about the national previews. Arrogate—he's one of the world's best horses. Uh, he won the uh, the Pegasus World Cup, the Dubai World Cup. He threw a clunker last out. Uh, over there in De- Del Mar. But this is his win here in the uh, uh, in the uh, Dubai World Cup.
2: Yeah, we've seen it a couple. I mean, I'm sure everybody's looked at the replay, started dead last year after getting shut off and broke a little bit slow. Uh, and Mike Smith did a masterful job of not rushing the horse, just letting him settle. And then you see here, he's just gobbling up grounds, about three lengths stride to every other horse in here. Oh, the runner-up was Gun Runner, who just uh, just ran away with the Whitney, by the way. So this horse didn't run well. It was I don't know what happened, but if she runs, if he runs back to this, should be about one to nine. Tim,
0: what do you think happened to him in the grade two San Diego, his first start after winning this Dubai World Cup? You think it was, it was a little Dubai hangover or what happened? He, he, he ran awful. He was 1-9. He was fourth beaten 15 links.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of these real, real long layoffs. Never never have been. I think racing is, is better than training. And... Uh, Bob Dever had to really put the screws to this horse going in. He never looked happy in the San Diego. Going down the backside, he's getting outrun. His ears are flat back down on his on his neck. He looked light in his hind end when he was going in the starting gate. But You don't understand what Bob Dever did with to, uh, for this horse going in this race. 625 3 quarters in in 112. He came back in 7 6 days, 3 quarters in 112, back in 6 days. 7 eighths and 125, back in 6 days, 3 quarters in 111. Those are huge fast works and that horse just acted like he'd had a little bit of enough. This time coming in this race, two half-mile works, a moderate 7-8. I think we're going to see the real Arrogate, but it won't surprise me if we don't.
0: It's going to be a, a tough race in the Pacific Classic. He's going to have to go against uh, some monsters. But what do you think, Arrogate?
2: You think he gets back uh, to the winner's circle out I, there? I, I do. I... I and, and what's good for, if you're a gambler, you're going to get a decent price on the horse because you might even get even money. He's even the money on the morning line. Collected Drew in, who who ran in the Preakness a couple years back, is five to two. But with that clunker that he threw last time, you're going to get even to money, maybe even four to five, which isn't terrible on a horse. And in my opinion... Should be 1-9. to
0: All right. Well, he's going to have to face Accelerate. Let's take a look here at Accelerate. Uh, This was was the horse that won the grade two San Diego. So he just beat uh, Arrogate. So if Arrogate's not on his A game, this horse uh, in good form, we know, after this last win here in the grade two. Accelerate uh, by Preakness winner looking at lucky for trainer John Sadler. And
2: this was a romp. I mean, the horse won by eight. It, It helps that obviously Arrogate didn't run, didn't finish in the money. There was really no other competition in there. Uh, so I would, I would go back with caution, uh, on this race, but it was definitely an impressive win.
0: All right. So that's going to be, uh, that was, uh, Accelerate. Who, who uh, you're bet and who do you bet? Accelerate or Arrogate in there? Well, I'm
1: not giving up on Arrogate. No, no shot. I'm going to give up on Arrogate, but, uh, you know, I, this race, Accelerate, it, w- it was a nice race. And like Ty said, it was a romp. You have to go all the way back to September of, uh, of, uh. 16 last year to see where this horse uh, won the last time this horse won. So this horse is capable of not running to his best. He got to be 15 lengths to start before. So, uh, you know, I think after Arrogate uh, didn't show up, it just fell into somebody's hands who was doing pretty good and happened to fa- fall into Accelerate's hands. I don't put a whole lot of stock in San Diego
0: okay all right well another big race out there this weekend at Del Mar, the Del Mar oaks let's show you madam dance a lot you have to love the name madam dance a lot for trainer richard Baltis. nice win in the grade two san clemente this was her last start at Del Mar, and i believe this was her first start here uh in the, in the u.s right ty uh
2: no she'd actually run quite a bit uh san uh, san anita my yeah. bad san anita yeah, okay and, and you you're seeing here she really just picked up stride at the quarter pole and and you see this with these nice uh, turf fillies. They just have this perfect turf motion. Hasn't even switched leads right here, as we're seeing. Hits, them one, hits her once, and then she just is gone like that. Really hadn't been bet it was 21 to 1 that race. So I think that was a little bit of a surprise with a bit of a setup. Uh, but if Madame Lot can get that pace that she got the last race, could be dangerous.
1: Well, and that's the key. She got a huge pace to run at in her last race, 110, 122, 134 and change for the mile. Uh, she had a lot of pace to run at. She's going to need that again, and uh, I don't know if she'll get it. it the the win, to me, looked a little bit more impressive than it was because she had so much pace to run at, and uh, they were just going super fast.
0: She was a group three winner as a two-year-old over there in Ireland where she was bred and uh, now she's a grade two winner here uh, in America. So, Madame Dancelot going to be tough in the Del Mar Oaks. How about New Money Honey? Uh, that's going to be one of the rivals in the Del Mar Oaks. Uh, Chad Brown, well, he's got another good one here. <laughs> Let's show you New Money Honey's win. This was in the grade one, uh, the, what, the Belmont Oaks up there at Belmont, Bel- uh, July 8th.
2: Yeah, this is a good good win. And I think if she ships out, I haven't seen the entries yet, but if she ships out here, uh, she's probably going to be the favorite because there's another race at Saratoga for three-year-old fillies that day also. They might keep her out east. I haven't seen yet, but uh, that's an impressive win, Put, pull, uh, holding off uh, a good horse good that's running late.
1: Yeah, and as much as I dislike Madame Dan- Dancelot's race, I love New Money Honey's race. She uh, laid off of it. They were going fast enough, a mile and 35 and they ended up finishing in 59 to four for the mile and a quarter. That's a serious horse and a serious horse race. So, I like that last race better from New Money Honey better than the, uh, uh, the other filly. Meta and Meta, it, it, I'm with it, it. you exactly. yeah, yeah. it, it was just a, a more impressive finished stronger effort
0: alright so Chad Brown might win another grade one with new money honey in the Del Mar Oaks let's talk about the Alabama this is always one of my favorite races on the calendar a big, uh, big grade one up there at Saratoga here's Unchained Melody for trainer Brian Lynch nice win in the grade two mother goose July 1st up there at Belmont this is a good looking three year old filly by Smart Strike. Out of a partner's Hero Mayor, so that's a little uh, lo- local Maryland connection.
2: Yeah, they have Brian Lynch trains uh, this filly, really impressive in the Mother Goose that we're watching here, but really didn't have any competition, had a loose and early lead. They went fairly quick. They went 46, 46-3 uh, on the front end, but she didn't have much competition going fro- forward and should be the, the heavy favorite in here for Brian Lynch. Uh, I'm guessing Rosario might stay aboard.
1: I would think so, and and you're absolutely right. Had everything her own way in the, in in the Mother Goose, and Rosario gave her a nice ride. But when you're in the driver's seat like that, it's really kind of hard to mess it up. But uh, uh, a nice filly, and look, she's three for four in life with a second, so uh, so she's clearly a nice filly. But uh, she likes having it her own way.
0: Well, that was a Grade Two win there in the Mother Goose. She better have her running shoes on this Saturday in the Alabama, because she's going to have to go up against a good three-year-old filly by Ghostapper. Holy Helena. Let's show you her win in the Queen's Plate last out. This is a homebred here for Adina Springs in the Stronach Stables, trained by Jimmy Jerkins, ridden by uh, Luis Contreras. This is a good-looking win here in the Queen's Plate up there at Woodbine. It's like one of their major races up there in Canada. I think this, uh, this Philly... Holy Helena, going to be a, a tough rival in the Alabama this Saturday. It is.
2: The Queen's Plate's the first leg of the Canadian Triple Crown, and, and it's open. So she went down there, beat the boys. I think there was one other Philly in the race. Uh, and, and that's on the synthetic, though. The horse has broke, has won a goal stream on the dirt, but the last Philly to win the Queen's Plate to run up at, uh, you see Frank Stronach there <laughs> in the winner's circle. But the last Philly to win the, Wood, uh, the, uh, the Queen's Plate and then run in the Alabama was Inglorious, who didn't run very well. Um, so the surface change is always a big question. Uh,
1: the surface change, and uh, um, you can't take anything away from Holy Helena. She she beat the boys. She won the Queen's Plate, our version of the, their version of the Kentucky Derby in all practical aspects. But uh, you know you have to think about what was behind her, uh, and they were pretty soundly beaten, two oh two and change for a mile and a quarter. So uh, th- this is the Alabama is going to be a, a tough task for. Her, but we wish her luck and uh, good luck, Bob. Should be a price. Should be a good price. price? Yeah, oh, yeah, I think no you'll, you'll probably get five, six price.
2: to one, and. And uh, I like the good luck boss because he saw Frank in the winner's <laughs> yeah. circle right there. And big I, smile on his face. And I
0: tell you what, Frank's big sire, Ghost Zapper, he's having a big time year. He's on a roll with a bunch of grade one winners and he might have another one in the Alabama with Holy Helena. So we'll have to root on the house horse for sure. Uh, great to see Ghost sapper really taking off, of course, your 2004 Breeders' Cup Classic winner who's also a Go sapper by Awesome again, right? It was a, yeah, also a stronic horse that won the Breeders' Cup Classic, so Ghostapper. Zapper Continuing the strong breeding lines down there at Adina Springs with Holy Helena, great show. That's what a 20-horse uh, rundown. That's a wrap. They're pretty do, good. Did we, we miss anything? Could oh. we have?
1: is it at all possible
0: (laughs) i think we covered it all there with the 20 horse rundown from last weekend and all the big racing coming up here this weekend we hope to see you out here at Laurel park it's going to be a fun saturday this saturday maryland pride day four steak races four maryland breads we're going to have the champions handicapping tournament lots of great food lots of great maryland drinks sagamore spirit jailbreak flying dog Ty, what do you think the, uh, the 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 feature other than horse racing this Saturday is going to be out here?
2: The the activities that are going on Maryland Pride Day, uh, obviously the horses are, are the main attraction and the gambling, but uh, the, the, it should be fun out on the apron here.
0: All right, for all the information about Maryland Pride Day this Saturday and the Champions Handicapping Tournament this Saturday, go to LaurelPark.com. We hope to see you out here of the uh, out here this week and at Laurel Park for Ty Ellis and Tim Tulloch, I'm Stan Salter. Good luck.